Greco. Dante is a really smart guy. Ladies love Dante. What's going on, everybody? It's the Dante Greco Show, special late night edition here, live from the Dante Greco newsroom. Talking about this Brian Koberger story, the Idaho murderer. So many developments since I last did a show on this. It was almost too much to keep up with. I've been too busy. And then I was like, well, he's going to go to court. So maybe I should hold off until he goes to court to do a show so that the stuff I do isn't irrelevant. Whatever. Doesn't matter. We're here. He appeared in court today in Pennsylvania. This is what we know so far. Good old Brian Koberger, accused quadruple murderer, and he waived his extradition hearing from Pennsylvania. This is him walking, being walked into the courtroom. Apparently, Welcome they don't. CNN this morning. There he is, right there. That's price. him on the left. We are learning new details. And about I guess they were doing a, a newscast. Victor Boot no, is notorious. He, um, is there? Apparently. Cameras are this is what I read on Brian Enton, the News Nation reporter's Twitter page, is that their reaction they don't allow Very um, cameras inside um, the courtroom in Pennsylvania, in. but they should be allowing them inside the courtroom in Idaho once it gets to Idaho. So we didn't get to see him in court today. There are some sketches. I wasn't looking for Anderson Cooper. I was just looking for a video of the guy being walked, but whatever. Here he is. Yeah, I mean, look, he is still alleged. He he's not the um, you know we, we all of this is alleged, but he looks really creepy. So you know he's got that going for him. How do I stop this video? Jesus Christ, Anderson, get off my screen. Anyways, these are some of the courtroom sketches. There he is standing there. Unfortunately, he does kind of look like me from uh, with the with his current haircut. At least in the sketches, I don't like that. But he was he waived his extradition hearing. He said that he does not have any mental health uh, issues that would impede his ability to waive his extradition. So I guess that means they're not going to go for an insanity defense. Pretty hard to go for an insanity defense anyway, considering his extensive background as a criminology phd student but you know i don't know maybe it can make you crazy but all right so he's not going for that he claims he's going to clear his name and his family believes that the cops have the wrong guy and of course they're going to say that i remember when this first broke i was having a discussion with uh, one of my viewers that you know do we think he'll he'll admit to it he'll just plead guilty he's going to fight it i thought of course he's going to fight it you know, in my opinion, he wants to go through a trial and he wants to experience that. It's it's like his uh, it's the finale to his career as a criminology student. So he's been extradited. There he is again with that blank dead stare. Uh, he's going to be extradited, I should say. Here he oh, this was crazy. They pulled him over. Apparently, the Indiana police pulled him over twice. And before the video came out, you could see here a still shot from the video. Look at how stressed he looks. He's looking at the car. Huh? What? 
Oh, I see someone bringing up. He called into a radio show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to play that in a bit. The podcast. So I, I saw some people identified it as, as his as his as his voice, but some people said it wasn't his voice. I don't know. The jury's still out. And then there's a TikTok apparently made by a guy with a lot of information about details of the crime scene, uh, warning it's fairly grisly. I don't even know if I'm going to play. I might play just a little bit of it, but he must have been so stressed out driving across the country with his father. Because first of all, they're in a white Elantra, which is the car that the cops were looking for. So his father has got to be at least thinking, well, this is a white Elantra. Um, Son, you know, you live 15 minutes from these murders. What do you know about, you know, you got the white Elantra, your criminology. It's, it's like, all, all, all kind of things must have been running through the father's head. Of course, it's very hard to just accuse your son of murder. I get it. I wouldn't want to be in that position either. So I feel for the family. I don't think they had any prior knowledge about this. Um, but man, Koberger, Brian Koberger, must have been shitting himself when he got pulled over. Not once, but twice. But then after the second time when he didn't get pulled over again, maybe he started to think like, oh. That was it. Home free. I'm in Pennsylvania. You know, maybe I'll we'll leave the car out here. I'll just fly back. Because apparently, I, I I swear I read that the car was in his mother's name. So there would be a reasonable, it would be reasonable to leave it there, I guess. Maybe he would say, oh, I don't really need a car back where I'm living. He, he probably thought he was almost home free. Let me pull up this. Let me pull up this uh, video of him. You can't really see much of him in the traffic stop, but it's, uh, where is it? Okay. There's this TMZ ad that keeps running over everything. It's Harvey interviewing Lamar Odom, which by the way, I was there. I got the first big interview with Lamar Odom back when he was having his entire meltdown. I'll play that and talk about it sometime. Maybe now that this special is out uh, where, you know, he was on drugs and, and all I got this, I got like a 10 minute interview with Lamar outside of, of a bar in studio city here in California. It was good stuff. Okay. Let's get back to Brian Koberger. I'm trying to listen for his voice so we can see if it sounds like the podcast voice that I'm going to play in a couple minutes. Let's let's look at his face one more time. His son's like, gee, Brian, that's twice you've gotten pulled over so far in Indiana. <laughs> White Elantra, right? Oh no. Oh. Oh. You can't really hear it 
and that could be his father talking because we can't see who who's speaking but he does have that kind of voice this kind of voice which sounds like the voice that called into the podcast Jesus so apparently though we've only yeah this this video is mostly at the car unfortunately but they do have another video of him getting pulled over however they are not releasing the body cam of the other pullover by the indiana police because that is being uh they're they're classifying that as part of the active investigation in idaho so who knows this is now there a gag order has been issued by the way in this trial but I believe they're still going to make the contents of the affidavit public, if I'm reading that right. So we'll get more information. I thought mistakenly we were going to get even more information today, but we got to wait until he is in Idaho for them to release the the, uh, the probable cause warrant. That's what it is, not the affidavit, the probable cause warrant. So, yeah, he must have been stressed. I mean, you could see it in his eyes when he get pulled over. Huh? I think this was the second time. He must have thought it's luck at run out. Creepy, creepy Brian Laundry vibe. Someone says totally complete Brian Laundry. Except in this case, initially I wasn't so sure, but now I believe that the parents had no idea. The father just drove home with him, and they were having Christmas, and you know the parents. I I I, I don't feel like they were harboring him in the same way that Brian Laundry's parents allegedly were. So let's look at this podcast video. So basically the story is, while before he was caught, he may have called into a podcast. And by the way, people think that he was on Reddit. There were some, there were some uh, accounts on Reddit in the early days that seemed to have inside information except they were trying to blame it on the fraternities a fight at the fraternity and so a lot of people online think that maybe he was one of those accounts and one of those accounts i won't name it because listen i'm not i don't want to get sued none of us want to get sued and by the way brian if you are found innocent i apologize i'll delete all these videos and please don't come kill me but he one of these accounts has been deleted now, and some people think, well, maybe either the real guy deleted it or maybe the cops have seized the account because he was active on Reddit before. We all know with the questionnaire, and he must have been following this case. Uh, there's more that the cops haven't released yet about his social media presence because I think it's it's very crucial to this case uh, and and that leads us to the podcast appearance he called into a two true crime podcast i wish it was this one honestly but he called into some kind of a true crime podcast and spoke to the host and if i can just find it here in my notes Someone says, yeah, parents didn't know, but why in the world did he do it? I mean, he I think he's just crazy. I think he's just broken inside and everything that he learned and he studied under like a, a master serial killer profiler. He may have had contact. The, the BTK, that's bind, torture, K, kill, killer's daughter, worries that Brian may have had contact with the BTK killer. Because his, the woman that he studied under wrote the book on the BTK killer with the BTK killer. 
It's crazy. All right, let me find this. Uh, he was friends with all females on Instagram. Do you mean all female, like only women, or he was friends with all the females who were murdered on Instagram? Okay, where the hell is this? All right, we see this. This is from Big Man on Campus on Twitter. So, oh, the three girls he was friends with? Oh, so that must be what Kaylee Gonzalez's father is saying when he says there's connections. Some people theorize also that Maddie and Kaylee were working at this place, uh, the, the, the Mad Greek, I believe is the name of the restaurant. And it might be one of the best or only vegan options in that area. And we all know Brian was an obsessive vegan who made his family buy new pots and plant pans that had never had meat cooked in them. So some people are connecting the dots. Maybe he came across them at the vegan restaurant. Maybe they, he turned on their, their advance. I, I don't know. I don't want to speculate too much because you know we don't need to add to the noise. But let's get into this podcast video. Let me make this smaller for you guys to see. Okay. I live in a college town and I've worked with uh, probably at least 10 Sigma Chi members. And, you know, the one thing that every single one of them, I, I, I feel like has asked me is if you were going to kill somebody, how would you get away with it? And I just wonder if maybe if maybe this is nothing more than some kid in a fraternity trying to prove himself. And that was it. So you said some, you worked with five or six. So first of all, that jibes with the whole thing of people on Reddit saying, no, it was for sure something from the fraternity. It was a fight that started between Xana and Ethan and some other guys and the fraternity guys did it. You know, this could have been him trying to cover up his tracks. This voice a just sounds like his face when you hear him talking like this and you can just picture the guy and it also sounds a little bit as much as we can glean from the poor audio quality it sounds a little bit like the indiana cop stop that kind of thing it's in the same register it's not like the indiana cop thing was like oh i'm sorry officer we got pulled over here oh uh, it's still in that same kind of measly thing. Let's continue. Six Sigma Chi kids, and they asked you how if you can kill somebody, they can get away with it. Yeah, did I hear that right? Yeah. Oh and my god! I know that's a thing that just like maybe people. Which, by the way, that sounds crazy. The kids in a fraternity are asking how to kill someone and get away with it, like. That doesn't fit with me. The kids in the fraternity are asking how to kill someone and get away with it. Isn't the fraternity? And I was never part of Greek life. But from what I know, it's mostly about partying and having a good time, not figuring out how to kill somebody and get away with it. Brian. People say, trying to like have interesting people say, trying to like have interesting conversation, but like, just in my head, it's like, this is, it's always been these, these dudes that were in, in the fraternity. 
Hmm. And and so it makes me wonder if it's a thing that that's in their in their like culture that they ask to see how smart you are and whatever and what kind of answer you come up with and someone he's right you know it's hazing it's part of the hazing ritual in a fraternity you have to find someone who can explain how to kill people and get away with it and or kill people that's why he's right hazing this is a big rush week activity and took it too far Oh, uh, who? Uh, what? What kind of dudes would ask you that? <laughs> that? No offense to T. Rev, the the guy who hosts this thing, but I wish he called into my show. I I would love to have questioned this guy even before knowing who it was. That's, that's crazy as shit, man. That's a that's an outrageous statement, man. I, I'm I'd write their names down. Yeah, man. Like I, like I, like you know, I like horror movies and all that kind of stuff. And I'll watch those kind of things, but like when someone like in person says some stuff like that, it's kind of like jarring. It's like, what? Why are you saying stuff Stop like the that? Cow. Yeah, that's uh, man. Who who said that to you? I was now like the guy, the host of the show says he doesn't think it was Brian, or at least last I read, he didn't think it was Brian. Of course, how would he really know? But. It sounds like him because it sounds like a guy who's trying to come up with a bullshit story to throw people off the trail or or at least to like come up with put put this idea, per, which, by the way, it was effective because I actually was sitting here thinking, you know what? It probably was somebody in the fraternity. I bet there was some kind of frat fight and someone went over and, you, you know, committed this heinous deed or, or carried out this heinous crime, I should say. Um but it, the, the, hearing him try to explain it, it, he doesn't sell it well. He's not very good at coming up with a, a story. But that does sound like him. Now, of course, this could just be a weirdo caller. You know, in the early days after the murders were committed, there were all kind of neighbors and locals being interviewed. Remember, there was that one guy who kept giving interviews and everyone has said, well, why are you giving so many interviews? Maybe it was you. Not that I ever believe that, but, you know, people do come out of the woodwork. They want to, they gravitate toward the attention. So it could be something like that, but it sounds a lot like him. I, I eagerly await hearing him speak in the Idaho courtroom, which, as I said earlier, I believe there are cameras allowed, according to Brian Enton, in Idaho. So there should be cameras allowed in the courtroom. Maybe we can hear Brian Kohlberger speak for once, clearly, and match his voice to this, which would make it even more insane. I mean, this is like that movie Scream. You know, he's like an obsessive killer. He likes horror movies. He's calling into true crime podcasts after the murder. It's in, you can write this. You could write it, but it, it would be unbelievable to say that this is what really happened. Now, something else. There was a TikTok that was put out that some people believe was Brian trying to, you know, his ego maybe getting the better of him. Again, this is all alleged, by the way, Brian, Brian's lawyer, everybody involved on Brian's side. I'm just talking about what's in the news. Okay. So, you know, fuck off with your lawsuits if you're thinking about it. As far as we know, Brian's a great guy. Okay. There you go. 
We don't know any. He's presumed innocent. That is in America. You're presumed innocent. So, okay. He's your family. He's your friend. No offense to Brian. We're just talking about the news. All right. So this is what I want to play. I want to play the TikTok. Hey there. To those of you interested in hearing this report, um, I just want to let you know that I'm a relative. So once again, it's like one of those voices. Hey there. So uh, to those of you who want to know. Why well, it's either a coincidence that everybody who talks about this case has a voice like that, or it's Brian. I don't know. Let me start again. Hey there, to those of you interested in hearing this report, um, I just want to let you know that I'm a relative of someone inside the investigation into um, the quadruple homicide in Idaho. Um, I don't. I don't want to be any more specific than that because I don't want to. I don't want to put anybody in a challenging or contentious situation regarding their continued employment. Um, and I will say what I'm about to tell you is secondhand, but it is from what I believe to be a very reliable source. Again, this can only be considered a rumor, as I don't have. What's going on with this audio? There's like something bleeding into it. Um, let me try to find this elsewhere anyways i honestly don't know if i want to play too many details of that like i'll put a link to the tiktok maybe in the description of this video it gets pretty garish in the description whether or not this is actually brian or whether it is just somebody with some inside information they go into some descriptions of the murders which while on the dante greco show we cover any and everything and when we're not talking about true crime cases we're talking about the entertainment industry and entertainment news i was an ex-tmz guy so you know I, I cover everything we're afraid of nothing however even i feel slightly uncomfortable having these descriptions on the show if it is true so maybe i'll just put a link to this tiktok you can listen to it but the voice it's all about the voice is that brian kind of and you can see at one point the guy's face um in the reflection because he's like holding his iphone to film it up against a computer screen i honestly didn't think it looked like brian but some people do so thank you now this was even weirder this i saw supposedly a russian hacker hacked into brian's phone or something like that this one we got to take with a big grain of salt but why not let's let's go down the rabbit hole Okay, so Stan, the Russian hacker, sharing Brian Koberger's name and other info with police and then at public a week before today. Then Stan joined a live stream. So let's listen to Stan now. Okay, so you guys, from what I can take into account, maybe, maybe you guys managed to hack the Google Maps in certain areas and find cell phone cell cell phone locations or people that were around the area at the time yes so we did that and brian phone was on what what did he say he managed to get his that's how we connected it and there was also you see the footage of police body cam there was also a black truck now and I'm 
you are correct. That is true. And I've actually posted. Do we have any real Russians in this audience? Like, is that a real Russian accent or is this guy faking it? It sounds like too Russian. Yes, it was Brian in the black truck. A video about that. And what I got wrong in the black truck video was if you remember, there is a there is a surviving roommate who recently got a truck very similar looking to that. Um, and I actually maybe maybe, maybe. we don't know more about the truck than we said, and what we know is that some kind of car have been in the parking lot close to the house. Behind the house or in front? Uh, like in two different places. What, in the two car different pinged? parking lots. What, the car pinged from a few different places? Yes. So he and was stationary. We, we just think it's a lookout. Maybe not. Maybe it was a coincidence. We gave everything to police. They are investigating it. And if they have questions, yes, they want to contact us. They asked everything. We told them everything. Yes. So, Holy shit. And you gave all of this over to the police about a week ago? Yes, around a week ago. And then we made it public. Hmm. Holy shit. So do you know by any chance, is there any possibility that Interesting. Okay, so this Russian hacker is supposedly handed over information to the police. Could be true. Maybe the police used it. I don't know, though. Isn't that like, I feel like there would be some legal issues. You know, the lay scholar that I am, I feel like there would be some legal issues. I think they call it in legal terminology. It's like forbidden fruit or fruit of the poison tree or something like evidence that was procured illegally so i don't know that they could even use this but interesting nonetheless i really could barely even understand this guy i'll be honest it was brian zolinski who did it yes um you know there was another thing that came out yesterday which Again, so over the top. I don't know that I believe it. And let me just read some comments real quick. Supposedly, someone anonymously, anonymously posted somewhere online details about the crime scene saying he was the killer in hiding in Pennsylvania. I saw that. I saw that. I'm going to try to find that again because there was something. There was He said he was hiding in Pennsylvania, which was accurate. But there was something else in that that was like totally off base. Um creepy and he takes time to go to college then grad school just to throw his life away yeah i mean the thing is this guy from all accounts was a heroin user in high school he had problems he apparently had problems with women he may not have been happy you know and he may have just had psychopathic tendencies which only and he only got more desensitized by studying criminology and looking at it just as a job and you know the same way that a doctor has to look at performing surgery on someone like you can't look at like if i had to cut into your face if I, let's say i was a plastic surgeon if i had to cut in your face i couldn't do it plastic surgeons could do it they do it all day they love it they love to tell you they want to cut your face off and move it around so that it looks younger 
so the woman who claimed that she was in the cell with Brian, it was a little crazy. Like, I love reading it because I love getting new details about the case, but he showed his genital. He said, you can come in here and I'll cut you. Accused Idaho murderer Brian Koberger taunts guards, exposes himself, and sings violent rap lyrics as he sits in jail. Inmate Valerie Cipollina, 50, tells DailyMail.com that Koberger tried to expose himself to her while she was in a cell close to him at the Monroe County Jail. He taunted the guards. He yelled, I'm going to pee on your face. Do what you want with me. I don't give a shit. The problem is that everything else we've heard has him saying, I didn't do this. I'm going to clear my name. I'm looking forward to getting back to Idaho so I can clear my name. I'm not being, I'm not pleading insanity. And then, but when he's in the cell, he's going to tell people, come in and I will cut you. Let's hear, let's hear from the woman. Um, and when it, we came in, it was like total lockdown. Like we couldn't, nobody could be out or in, you know, while he was in the cell. Like if he came out, we were, we were in lockdown. He's singing songs that are violent. Uh, what the f- can you hear this this guy says he was an all-state wrestler no one is talking about it oh shit okay so he was fit i mean wrestlers are fit i, I got some friends that are wrestlers they are some fit guys and everyone said you needed to be in good shape to pull this off like what what songs like, like right, sorry let me start over or in you know while he was in the cell like if he came out we were we were in lockdown He's singing songs that are violent like what? What songs? Like, like, you know, um, I, okay, so, like, I'm going to cut you up. There's a, there's one called Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, I'm going to cut you up, mother You know, this, um, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm going to pee on you. I, I'll pee on your face. Um, so that's usually my... He was singing, it sounds like he was singing R. Kelly. Bad Bunny or uh, Snoop Dogg. My cell was in the right. If I went, if I went out and looked to the right, he was right, right on the right side. So I saw him clearly. clearly. And he was sitting in a cell. And he wasn't sitting; he was standing by the door, but you could still see him. Oh, the plastic glass. Yeah, yes, yes. So you're how far away were you from him? Uh, if I was here, literally, maybe where this line is right here. He said, "You know, do what you want with, with me. I don't give a shit. Uh, mother. You ain't gonna do nothing to me because I'm gonna cut all you up." Um, uh, those were the words, and he just kept repeating songs that were very violent, um, and then pulling his shirt up and his pants down, exposing himself or just his underwear. No, no, exposing everything, his top and bottom. Okay, you know, listen, she seems like a nice lady. I don't know what they've. I don't know if she knows what the fuck she's talking about. She may have gotten confused, or maybe like, I don't know. She seems like she's still, well, I don't even know what I could say publicly about this woman, but he's in there singing Bad Bunny. Like, does he look like a guy that sings Bad Bunny? Honestly, that's not your typical Bad Bunny fan or Snoop Dogg. I'll cut you, I'll pee on your face. I don't think, I mean, I'm I'm not a Bad Bunny fan, but I don't think Bad Bunny has any songs about peeing on people's faces. Uh, she may have gotten confused or something. You know, Daily Mail, I worked for a major entertainment media organization too, just like Daily Mail. I don't think they would put this up 
without trying to do some kind of due diligence. But at the same time, what are you going to do? Go into the jail? The guards aren't going to tell you uh, what happened. You know, they're just taking this woman's word for it. So someone says, no, that wasn't him. So it couldn't have been him, right? It's just too crazy. I didn't believe it either. It was too juicy, especially saying, I will cut you. Come in here. I'll cut you. Like, no, not if by every other metric he's trying to say that he didn't do it. This is a mistake. My name will be cleared. That would just be too dumb, even for Brian Koberg. Koberger. It makes sense. He was a wrestler. That's how he took two people out at once. Right, exactly. No, like he wouldn't know how to, you know, fuck. Scary. A wrestler who studied criminology and has all these tactics and the psychopathy to pull it off. Terrible combination. If it's true, which by the way, Brian, if it's not, sorry, please don't come find me. Moving on, moving on. Let's see here, Brian. Oh, yeah, so this was him arriving at court today. I got a kick out of this because I have had to do this so many times outside of jails when I was a TMZ camera guy. And, like, you know that they're not going to answer anything, but you still have to get a question out or you get in trouble. So here's Brian arriving at court. Chloe knew you were using. There he is. That's him right there. Basketball champion and reality superstar. Chloe said, I want to give this another shot. You want me to be honest with you? TMZ presents Lamar Odom, Sex, Drugs, and Kardashians. These are unskippable ads, by the way. The guy who keeps going, Brian, did you do it? Brian, did you do it? Brian, did you do it? That would be me because the stress is building up. Your heart is palpitating. You're waiting for the guy to finally pop out. You got your camera, you're holding it, and then he finally walks out, and you got one second to get a question out. And you can't be like, So, Brian, you're now here in jail, but you're going to be extradited to Idaho. Would you like to see it? Because, like, by the time you get that out, he's in. So you just go, you resort to, Brian, would you do it? Brian, would you do it? Brian, would you do it? I feel for whoever that reporter was. And you can't yell like, you fucking piece of shit, murderer, cock, motherfucker. You can't do that. And I could now, for because I'm the executive producer, CEO, and head of the Dante Greco show media. So if I was there, that's what I would yell. But yeah, if you're working for a news organization, you got to keep it a little professional. Someone says a very disturbing poem is going around by an anonymous user stating that he hung their intestines from a ceiling fan. And okay, yeah, okay. So that is the same thing as the person who said they were hiding out in Pennsylvania. Um, God, I wish I could find. I'm gonna see if I can find this because there's something else in there that that like doesn't add up, but it's just creepy nonetheless. Whether or not that's Brian or someone else with their sick fan fiction, I heard he was afraid of flying. Could be, but I think that. The whole taking the car thing back to Pennsylvania with dear old dad was that 
You're going to take the car back. You're going to leave it in Pennsylvania. Cause like, you know, now everyone's looking for the Elantra. Now he'd only lived in his apartment complex in Pullman for a few months. Um, and the weird thing was the, the complex was usually meant for PhDs with families that were studying there. And his neighbor said like, Oh, we thought he was going to bring a family at some point, but he never did. But, and he would be up all night vacuuming and just being like one of those type of neighbors, just up at all hours of the night. I don't think he knew many people. So maybe he was keeping his Elantra under wraps and he thought, okay, I just got to make it till Christmas and dad's going to come out. We're going to drive across the country and we're going to, uh, yeah, he serviced the car, which the service people, I don't think found anything suspicious at that time, but they did talk to him and he thought he was going to drive it back, leave it in Pennsylvania and then come back. I mean, I assume this is what I think that he was going to try to figure out some way to leave the car in Pennsylvania, but they caught up to him too quick. Now, maybe it was the Russian hacker picking up on the pings and turning the information over to the police, or maybe the cops were just had ring video. Who knows what the cops had, but we all know what happened. He got caught and there were, um, I read that, there was uh for for like two hours here it is on reddit let me pull it up this moscow murders let me make sure there's no other video here uh the families are happy of course and there's so much more to come here's him coming into court Noted Bad Bunny fan, Brian Koberger. Scary guy. And look again, you feel horrible if this, if somehow. The coincidence of all, the mix-up of all mix-up. Brian Koberger is innocent. I feel bad. But, you know, these cops were under a lot of pressure to solve this crime and to get it right. And they played this close to the vest because they didn't want any chance of a conviction not happening. So... I'm going to err on the side of caution and choose to believe that the cops are right about this. Did the car have Pennsylvania plates as well as being in his mother's name for someone with a PhD in criminology? He could have planned it better from watching Dateline. Yeah, right. Exactly. When did they find out about the car? Because the police stop was December 15th. Well, they were tracking him already. Like they tracked him across the country. And I'm pretty sure they got some DNA from a hotel that he stayed at. I, I read that. But the cops were keeping tabs on him before he left for Pennsylvania. And it's been like, I don't know, two or three weeks since the whole Elantra, the the, the, the tip was given out to the public or, or the request for tips about the white Elantra was given out to the public. Brian, did you do it? Okay, what was I looking for? Uh, there's a picture of let me let me see if I can figure this out because in the Indiana video, the Indiana 
cop stop video there's a thing with the plate i don't know if we can make it out what the plates are let me pull that one back up okay so that's the car that's the plate does anyone know what an indy uh, pennsylvania plate looks like i'm gonna try to google one Hold on one second. Let me put my mic down. I'm going to try to Google that one. But if anyone knows if that looks like a Pennsylvania plate, comment, let me know. Okay, so obviously it's blurred in this picture. But here's what I found on Google for Pennsylvania plates. Uh, I believe it's inconclusive or that's not a Pennsylvania plate. Maybe it's a Washington plate. Okay, so here's a Pennsylvania plate for the uninitiated. That's Pennsylvania. Doesn't look that much to me like the other one. Now let's look up a Washington State. Okay. Um, see that, if I had to guess, that looks more to me like a uh, the plate on the Elantra. The color scheme looks more like the Washington State plate, even in the blurred out video that we have. So, I don't know. I guess it must, it must have got. I mean, the thing is, if you're, yeah, if you're in a state, you have to get the license plate, I believe, after like a month, no matter what, and, and a state license. So, no matter who it's registered to. Okay, what else do we have here? How is he going to try to leave it with his mom? So dumb. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I just like, I can't believe he, I still can't believe he took his car. Like, isn't that crime 101? You don't take your car. Every car has GPS data in it now that can be pulled to track where you went. So like, you don't take your car to a thing. Stupid. But I'm glad he was stupid. Because it helped him get caught, of course. His dad was all smiles. Yeah, I think his dad, you know, Jody Arias. But Jody Jody Arias was like, wasn't that kind of before? That was like at the beginning of the smartphone era, in a way. Like, we didn't even know that we were being tracked everywhere. Back then, we would just give up our data for anything. Jody Arias was... Okay, so she killed her husband in 2008. Yeah, so it was like, you know, the iPhone had just come out. Maybe we didn't know that rental car. Oh, she did a rental car. I forget the details of Jody Arias. All right, what was I looking for? Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, this was a guy. I, I forgot I got this. The guy speculating about the TikTok. I'll show you this part of the video where they're wondering if the TikTok was made by Brian because they're trying to compare and contrast the face. 
All right. And they believe that. So, yeah, like right there, it looks a little bit like him because of the cheek thing. But if you see more of the video, it doesn't really look like him. The hair looks different. The person cleanly and quietly, I'm unalive to the first victim. The second victim awoke and tried to run. That's some real technical talk. Unalived. I don't hear that every day. Okay, back to the Reddit, the Moscow Murders subreddit. So much going on here. You know, like I said earlier, I've been wanting to do an update video for a couple of days, but like there's been so much info and then he was doing court today. I thought, you know what, fuck it. I'll just wait till he has the court date and we get all that info. But now we got to wait till he gets to Idaho when they can make the probable cause warrant available to give us more information about what the, what what exactly led them to Brian Koberger. So we will do more videos. By the way, apologies to any of my normal viewers who come here to the Dante Greco show for celebrity entertainment news or just regular old news commentary. We will, that will resume as well too tomorrow. But I mean, this, this is a fascinating story and we're, we're all pretty invested in it. You know, we've been waiting for this guy to get caught, whoever he was going to be. We've been waiting for the guy to get caught and we're all very happy about it. Okay, so this is from the Reddits, the, the subreddits. Uh, someone did a playback of air traffic above Brian Koberger's parents' house the night before he was arrested, and an unmarked plane circled it for two hours. Interesting. I mean, again, this is from Reddit, so I don't know 100% if it's accurate or real or someone just doodled that but wouldn't surprise me what do the commenters say this is one of the coolest things i've seen on a news story here well done i agree very impressed yep fascinating those eyes man like that's a guy who is scared holy shit look at that just look at that again nuts He's crazy. All right. What else is Reddit talking about? Oh, yeah. Due to this court order, the Moscow Police Department will no longer be communicating with the public or the media regarding the case. It's a bit of a gag order. All right. Well, this is nice. Someone did a nice summary of the info that came out today. For anyone who hasn't been able to catch up on the news today, let's do a quick recap. He officially waived extradition. Must be transferred within 10, 10 days. No timeline has been announced. Okay, so I guess we'll have to wait. Uh, he had his own investigators at the crime scene. Be represented by a public defender. Yeah, apparently his family doesn't have the money for a good lawyer for him, you know, which I feel bad for the fan. I mean, I feel bad for everyone involved in this except Brian. I will only feel bad for him if he gets found not guilty. But, you know, it's like the last thing you want is for your son to kill four people and 
in a nationally famous case. Body camera footage of his father. They're not releasing body cam footage from the first stop because they say it's part of an active criminal investigation in Ohio. Yeah, so that that crazy face that he had, that was the second stop where he was like, oh my God, I thought we were going to get out of here. No! Three total warrants, 50 tactical assets. You're not going to give specifics about his transportation to Idaho, Idaho because of security concerns. Wow. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, they served the warrant at night. Some force was used to get into the house. Um, let's see what Brian Enton had to say. He waived his extradition. He told the judge not on any medication. He came into court and made eye contact with his family sitting in the front row. He nodded at them. His mom cried and his sister comforted the mom. The deputy brought her tissues. Terrible. Just tragic, tragic, tragic. More tragic, of course, for the families of the victims. Always. But, you know, fuck. it's like you live your whole life. His parents are probably retirement age. Live your whole life. You're just the Kobergers, you know, whatever. The Kobergers of Pennsylvania, some normal family. And now this is you know, the name Koberger is always going to be this. And your friends are going to feel weird being around you. Even if your friends want to like support you, it's still going to be kind of weird. And there's going to be people in their life. Like, how can you be friends with that family? It's just terrible. What one person can do, how much, how many lives one person can destroy. So you have the four victims chiefly, then their families and friends and acquaintances and relatives, like all it's anybody. And then people who are just affected by it, people who get the PTSD from reading about it from whatever traumas they've experienced. Then you have his own family and his sister's a therapist and his other sister who knows what she does and the parents are just like, you know, it's like so many lives were permanently affected and, and you know, it's like, just, just go to, just take the, the test, Brian. Take the test, the criminology test, all right? Stop there. Go write a novel. Something like, what the fuck is with this carrying it out? I don't know. I feel bad for everybody. Well, listen. There's so much more every day. There's more stuff coming out. Let me read about some of these uh, these comments before we wrap this up. Uh, what the heck is Reddit anyway? Yeah, it took me a while to figure out how to even use Reddit, but now I'm a I'm a regular regular redditor. Thank you very much. Well, you have to realize they're not stupid FBI. Blah blah. His Bundy eyes, Ted Bundy eyes. Yeah, he does. He does. He does have those eyes. He almost has the eyes of the. I said this last time. The the um the Sandy Hook guy, you know, it's just like the really intense eyes, the big eyes. God, you just said it. He will defend himself like Ted Bundy could be. He loves this calling into the radio show. He's high on his own crime and attention. Yeah. I mean, listen, it during the time before he got caught, it must've been really exciting for him. You know, it's like, 
the, the fucking jackpot. Like he studied all these serial killers and now he's done something that has taken national media attention. And it's like this mystery that everyone wants to solve and everyone's talking about, you know, he's and he probably got cocky too. Yeah. He probably was commenting and he probably called into the podcast and who knows or the TikTok? Maybe I, I, I can't wait for this all to come out. You know, it's like a weird way of taunting the public and 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 the and the victims, like you know, just like dropping little hints. Poor kid, so sad for the family. Yeah, this professor was helpful to him. I bet that drove him over the edge. Well, listen, this case continues. Uh, we'll get more information. He's obsessed to the point he had to commit the perfect crime. He had to act it out. That with that with a natural lack of empathy. Yeah. Yeah, I think he just couldn't, you know, he's just, it's like, in a weird, you know how like the military wants war so that they can use their weapons? Like they spend all this money developing these fantastic super weapons and then they just sit in a warehouse unless we have a war to go use them in. So it's like they, they, can, they, can, they can only sit there and not use the weapons for so long. Um... We'll continue monitoring this case on the Dante Greco show. We will do more shows, more live chats. It's fun chatting with all of you. Um, and, you know, please keep tuning in, like, subscribe, share, etc., etc. And I will see you all later. Thank you. Thanks for another awesome show. At Good night, all. Yes, thank you. Thank you all for joining me, especially on this special late edition of the Dante Greco show. Have a good life. We will see you soon. So once again, thank you to my brother. Tell me your name again. Dante Greco. Much love. Thank you. Love. All right, Daniel. Two words. Dante. Made in America. You're doing great. <laughs> That's good. Why the f*** you're a horse in a parade. Have a good day. Uh, Listen, I want you to leave my good friend Ringo alone. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my pal, Hal.